Welcome to Healing Aloud. I'm Jory. I'm Shanna Mae. We talk about things we're learning as we navigate our personal mental health. We hope you will join and learn with us as we go. So for our second episode in our play series, we thought we'd go over Dr. Stuart Brown's eight play personalities. Now this comes from some research that he's done into different ways that we play. And he's um, categorized um, things into eight different modes of play. And um, according to his research, most people have um, certain types of play that they prefer or that they find most rewarding. So Jory, do you wanna go through what the personalities are? Sure, okay. So there's the Joker, the kinesthete, the explorer, the competitor, the director, the collector, the artist slash creator, and the storyteller. Um, so going through each of those, because I feel like sometimes they're, I feel like generally speaking, they're pretty um, self-explanatory. So like the Joker is like the, your typical class clown likes to... Um, just fool around and just have like nonsensical play Um, yeah and make people laugh and right to be like the spotlight I feel like a comedian is like that person exactly (laughs) um the uh the kinesthete that is so hard for me to say I like that is so many sounds (laughs) I've seen um other people rename that as the athlete which is easier. But the point is we're playing with our body. It's sports, it's movement, it's dance, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's it's just movement in general, which I I don't know that I would necessarily put it as the athlete because I feel like that is um, the competitor. I feel like, I mean, I feel like it's a, definitely a combination of the two for sure. Okay. But um, I feel like kinesthesia is like, it's it's just movement whatever that means like there's not there's not something to win to lose it's just moving it's 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 yeah. just movement <laughs> um so and then there's the explorer which is just like really diving into new experiences like whether that is like putting yourself in a new environment and culture and like really having just a new environment entirely there's the emotional um and the mental and the relational uh new experiences which I like I try to like what would you consider like uh, an emotional or mental or relational um, new experience so like making new friends or listening to stories of people from different walks of life I guess that that's that would that makes more sense to me because <laughs> I was like how would you that makes sense how do you explore relationships <laughs> yeah I I guess like, I know because when I first heard explore I'm thinking like hiking <laughs> right I feel like it's like um uh like way back when when like being an explorer was a career mm-hmm. Maybe just me, <laughs> but um, 
And then there's a competitor, which is like winning or being the best, which that makes sense. Like putting all bets on the table for being the best. Um, And then there's the director who loves to dictate or organize groups of people, directing the flow of play and um, like being a director of a theater is really good. I feel like being a coach uh, for sports is a really good way of, of um, being a director and all of that. And then there's the collector who curates their collections and, and uh, whether that's experiential or uh, material. And I, I loved being a collector like of rocks <laughs> as a child. <laughs> um, I still like good rocks, but like, I feel like now I, I really love collecting um, seashells. I am, I'm like minorly hoarding seashells. I am forever looking for more <laughs> seashells. Yeah, you said rocks, and I'm like, I thought sand and seashells was your thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I, no, I, I'm more picky about my rocks now that I'm older. But, but seashells, I'm like, I love, I love seashells. I love the different textures of sand, and so I, I do that right now. I'm collecting like, uh, glass bottle caps. So that's that's kind of my weird thing right now. <laughs> um, okay. Which is a good segue into the next one, which is the artist and creator. I can't imagine which one I am. <laughs> um, which is the joy in making things. Um, whatever that means for that person. Um, and then there's the storyteller who loves unlocking stories and is in the imagination and the fantasy world and and unloading all of that and I love those people because I'm like I am on board thank you (laughs) listen to you all day yeah yeah so as I was going through this list I kind of there were definitely some there's like a gradient so there is some that was just like oh yeah I do that Mm -hmm. and there was some that were like um I love that and there were others that were just like I can see how that'd be fun, but like not essential to my, um, to your person, to my person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that way. I feel like for me, um, like the Joker and the competitor, I like, I like competing in very specific, um, things. I don't, I like, I don't really love competition in like board games. I, I really enjoy like a group effort. Uh, this is like a very recent uh, self-discovery thing because I'm like, I don't play games. And one of my friends has taken it upon herself to introduce me into a game like almost every time. She's like, she we're going to find your game. And, she, and like she has yet to fail on like every single game that she's like introduced me to that she's like been solid about. And I'm like, I do not even know how you are so good at this. Like I've never... <laughs> met somebody who like nailed every single game I love I just love it when people have like a special skill and like oh you do not even know yet (laughs) yeah and so um I in contrast I think competitor is my primary one I was gonna Um, ask you that actually (laughs) yes so I'm very competitive and I like even like playing with my kids Mm -hmm. um 
I, I really struggle to like play pretend. Storyteller is one of my weakest. Really? And so I, I think so. Yeah. I would um, not have guessed that. I would have, I would have suspected that that was like a not so secret gig that you, that really surprises me actually. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> maybe I don't give myself enough credit, but it's possible. <laughs> but so I've had to tell my kids if they're like, "Come play with me," and I'm like, "Can we play a game that has rules, please?" Oh, like I, I need rules. Fair. I need to know what's going on. It doesn't have to have a winner, but I prefer a winner, especially if that winner is moi. <laughs> and I have a thing with I'm I'm a mean mom. I like I don't go easy on my kids. Like, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to push it in their face. Like, I definitely hate the experience of playing with someone who's, like, competitive in a mean way. Yeah. I feel um, But I don't, like, pretend because my kid's five. Like, he needs to learn. He needs to learn. <laughs> and he doesn't always win. And mom's gone. <laughs> that, that is also my struggle. My my husband's a lot better about just being like we're playing it's okay and I'm like but is it but is it but like I mean it is important for them to win so that they like can understand when they've made good and bad moves and and like me having to apply that into the play is really really hard (laughs) so yeah I think competitor is probably where I sit and then my secondaries I think would probably be explorer. And um, I think this is where um, I think it overlaps with storyteller is that the thing I love to explore most is other people's stories. So I think if I have any talent in like storytelling, it's just because I've surrounded myself in a lot of um, literature and stories and but I, I approach it as an explorer more than like what's the story I have to tell yeah I I'm also I feel like I, I feel like there's there's something really awesome about being the audience of a story like watching it unfold is just like really exciting and really thrilling and I love I love that that is something really fun and and there's something also like, um, and, and that's what I like noticed about you is that like you really bask in other people's stories, which I, I really admire that about you, that you, you do that oh, really well. <laughs> um, I love it. I, I love it. I just want like more diversity of experience and stories and mm-hmm. personalities and experiences. And yeah, so that's, that's really motivating for me. And I also kind of like being an organizer when I get the chance to. I noticed this about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to be in charge. And I don't know if that's just like a firstborn child thing or if it's just a me thing. But those are, I feel, you know, I feel like, you know, gold, silver, and bronze in my world. That's legit. That is super fair. So what about you? You alluded to the fact that creative was probably up there so I feel I like I like I took like the play test because I'm like looking back at being a child because they say like a lot of the hints of how you like to play are in your childhood and Mm -hmm. I feel like I was running all the time 
so yeah so as a child I I I ran a lot I jumped a lot I was balancing on all sorts of everything I love the texture of uh, sand and like mud like really good soft mud I love that Mm -hmm. like not in like a mushy pond way but like in a in a in an earthy way if that makes sense I don't know how to describe where it's like it's kind of spongy but it's not slimy yeah 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 so I love that feeling like in between my toes like I love that um I I like walking I like walking a lot um I feel like I used this form of myself to like get people to open up to me when like I could see that they were struggling but they were like too upset to talk about it I'm like let's go on a walk we will walk until you are ready (laughs) and and I feel like I was really successful with that um and now that I'm older I feel like and especially during uh this COVID time period I feel like it's it's been a lot harder for me and so I'm I'm a busybody doing 15 different projects at the same time which um leads into the artist creator (laughs) Mm -hmm. so like I'll be doing a um like an art project uh like I just uh finished this um armoire piece that I'm doing and like I just have to do the background piece and then I'll I'll be done but like in between where I'm like frustrated um so I remember you calling me once about this armoire and just being like I hate this so how I'm kind of curious how did how is that going? Um, so yeah, so it's like a bunch of, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's a bunch of wiggly s- stripes. Uh-huh. Um, and each of them is a different color. And so like each color on my armoire took like about three hours, like each particular color. Oh, wow. And so like, and there would be like times where I'm like, I look at it and I like, you like consciously I'm like, trust the process. It's going to be fine. You're going to love it. And then like behind that is like, nope, I can't put it in the corner. I don't. <laughs> and so I would like uh, bounce on our yoga ball and I would just like do that until I'd like simmer down. <laughs> so. Well, there. I think that brings up something important is that like play, you know, we talk about like play being more where the process is more important than the product yeah we get joy from the doing yeah but I think that doesn't mean that like it's all dopamine all the time yeah like yes like I make jewelry and um like the process like the whole time I'm like you son of a gun I what are you doing you are just the worst and I'm like cursing along the way and but like I'm done and I'm like this was so good this was so (laughs) relaxing I'm so glad I did this and like and like when you're reading a book that's like really intense like the whole time you're like what are you doing what what at least this is how I feel when I'm reading (laughs) yeah no I was just gonna relate that because I kind of talked about how like exploring is one of my personalities and Mm -hmm. I do that through reading and like, there are definitely some slogs. And I'm actually right now reading an unpublished manuscript from um, an old friend. Nice. And I'm really struggling through it. And <laughs> I love it. But it's like, so sad. Partly because like, the main character is a lot like my friend. 
Mm. And I just know something horrible is going to happen to this character. Oh, no. And in my head, it's my friend. Oh, that's fair. And love this, like, insight yeah. into his mind. And, um, yeah. But I just want to, like, throw that out because I think it's a great thing to talk about is that, like, as we play, it's not just leisure. And I think that's the difference between – I don't know, like, there are some ways of playing, like, I've spent, like, two whole days this week playing this stupid little video game on my phone where I, like, throw blocks at things. Mm-hmm. And, like, some people might call that play, but I feel like true play, good play, has a little bit of more struggle in it. Yeah. And a little bit more, um, like, active participation and, I don't creation in a way, even if it's not, like, creative play. Um you have some more like agency in it maybe is a better yep. word and i, I feel like there's of... more movement with your body as well like like all of these like you're you're involving yourself you're putting yourself into it well, i don't know if there's a lot more movement if i'm like reading a book well okay i feel like <laughs> mentally i feel like reading okay, is yeah. a mental movement okay yeah if that makes sense so, but we kind of got off on a tangent. You were talking about how you are kinesthetic and a creative. Um, are there any others that you like really identified with? Um, I feel like um, I feel like I I'm a collector. I feel like I I collect. Tim calls me a little bit of a hoarder because <laughs> I like I I collect uh, seashells and sand, like we talked about. Um, I I collect bottle caps. I collect so many art supplies and I collect a lot of um just like uh newspapers is or not newspapers magazines they can be newspapers as well it's not I'm not picky about it like I like doing collages with uh words that are uplifting and like a specific um mood that I'm trying to gear towards like my 30th year I have been dreading my whole life (laughs) and so like right now I'm doing a collage that like I have to cut each and every word that I like and I want to move forward it's kind of like a vision board kind of but like also like feelings to like make this point like an experience uh better moving forward after 30 (laughs) so um yep there's that um so um, do you like like organizing and categorizing and that kind of thing with your collection or is it more a means to creativity I I like organizing my stuff I don't necessarily love organizing uh people um Mm -hmm. yeah so I I feel like like organizing thing it's so hard because (laughs) I think that's one thing with a collector like someone might have a lot of stuff but the yeah. collector, it's in the collecting. It's in the displaying yeah. and the organizing and the yeah. categorizing. And um, I used to, because I enjoy reading, have a pretty extensive book collection, which I've gotten rid of like half of. If you come to my house, you wouldn't hardly recognize it anymore because I've gotten rid of so many books. <laughs> but I I used to do that where I like every year or two, I'd like take all my books down and I'd like reorder them. I'd like put them in like alphabetical order by author. I'd put them in color order or I'd put them in chronological order by publication mm-hmm. date. Yeah. I'd put them in geographical order. I, and that was like part of the fun. 
yeah no absolutely and I and that's how like I've done like my seashells for example because like mm-hmm. there's there's shells from uh like lakes and stuff and so there's there's a different there's different textures there's different uh density that I like to organize my seashells in um and so it's it's yeah and I have sea glass I have I have all these things like on display and I used to do like really complex uh, designs like on my dresser mm. um, and my vanity where it would be like uh, spirals or a picture or whatever. Um, whether like uh, smaller to bigger or color coordinated and like that is my self-soothing. Like I love that stuff so much. It is fantastic (laughs) that's awesome so um I feel like my weaknesses in these is that like like especially as I'm getting older the competitor is getting weaker (laughs) I feel like as a teenager I was going through a lot of emotions and a lot of um traumas and trying to cope with it all and I feel like that was my way of coping and that was I mean that's the movement plus um the competition and so that was a really good way for me to cope at the time but the older I get the more I'm like I don't I don't want to be in this win-lose situation I feel like no matter if I win or I lose I lose if that makes sense Mm, yeah and so I don't like being in that position um I don't I like I like to joke around but I don't like to be like dead center of all of all of the jokes if that makes sense like I've worked really hard to get like my awkward self to be somewhat funny and like and I laugh like when I'm uncomfortable I laugh right before I start crying I laugh when I'm angry I laugh like that laughter is my coping mechanism and so I I enjoy laughter and I love making jokes but it's just like I don't necessarily want that person to always be me. I don't identify with the Joker either. I very rarely am trying to be funny. And I do not like being laughed at because I'm very rarely trying to be funny. (laughs) Right. I feel like in the past, like if I was laughed at, like it was not in a good way. And so like I've like really tried to strengthen like my funny skills so that I am not just like laughed at out of humiliation that I laughed at on purpose. <laughs> like this is in my court. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I like being witty if I can be witty. Yes. But I'm also okay if like other people don't think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of more like I can see how being a joker would be fun and that kind of play is fun like I said none of these are like why would that be fun like I can see all of them but yeah joker is definitely a weak one for me that's yeah I I mean and like all of these like there's no good or bad one they're just all neutral it just is like whether you want to be that one or you're not like that's okay like you can hone in that skill you do you but (laughs) And I think, like, Storyteller is one I would like to play around with more. But I think that – well, and part of why I want to play around with that is because, like I said, that's my exploration space. And so I'm 
in that world a lot. I like reading. I like stories. Uh, but I feel like I'm not good at telling them. Interesting. I Why do you feel like you're not good at them? Part of it might just be my perfectionism shining mm. through. Okay. That, like being putting something out in the world is like a scary thing to do. And like being like, oh, nobody wants to hear from me. Um, is kind of part of it too that's that's I can see where you're coming from and it's like it it like kind of made me sad there for a second like oh no um which I mean here we are doing a podcast so I guess we do some storytelling but yeah so actually this is kind of like part of me trying to like dip my toe in those waters honestly. I feel great about it I, I'm I'm glad we're doing the podcast and increasing our storytelling um I like I don't feel like I really told stories until I started going to therapy because like I didn't like I would like make up stories when I was a kid and like hiding under an apple tree and I like put a brick down and I'm like I'm cooking now like mm-hmm. that kind of um imagination uh world but like nothing quite quite as deep as like making a whole scenario and um like what is what does it all look like what does it smell like what is what are the native people there and how, how do they dress? La, 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 la. Like yeah. good on you, uh, JK Rowling and, and Tolkien and all of those people who like hardcore, hardcore into that. Well done. Um, and thank you for blessing the rest of us <laughs> with your imagination. Um, but I feel like sharing your stories, like your own, experiences is still valid in the storytelling because there's a lot of power in being like this is my story take it take from it what you will yeah and there's that and I feel like that is something that like I don't think that I really sought out but like here we are you're welcome (laughs) you know and as you talk about like imagining and fantasizing I will say I do that a lot like and so maybe I'm more of a storyteller than I'm giving myself credit because, like, unless I have, like, a podcast or an audiobook in my ears, mm-hmm. I'm, like, telling myself stories and, like, maybe, like, rehearsing conversations sometimes mm-hmm. or, like, things I wish I would have said or how I wish things would have gone or pretending that I'm, like, a different person or in a different situation or a different time. Um, not always as like a self-critical or escape thing, but sometimes, because it can sometimes be like in a positive way too, like, um, like I would have handled this so much better now that I'm 30 or in a, (laughs) thank you, anxiety for kicking in at 300%. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, so like there's that side too, but then I also have like imaginings like, I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be like, I'm going to pretend like I'm a chef or a restaurant owner. And like, like my kids do, but just in my own head. Sure. And so I guess that's storytelling too. I definitely think so. I feel like the stories that we tell ourselves, like create a reality. I really, I really feel like the way that we think has massive impact. And I feel like 
those storytelling like helps motivate us into where we want to go I feel like everybody is some kind of storyteller at like in whatever spectrum you're like wherever you are in the spectrum is what I mean to say yeah and so I feel like I feel like storytelling is like one of the things we do as humans it's how we make sense of our world is through stories and so I feel like everyone has a certain aptitude for it yeah but it's just a spectrum yeah now earlier you said you were surprised that I said I didn't think I was like very good at storytelling and I'm Mm -hmm. now that I'm kind of like well maybe I'm better at it than I think I'm curious what made you think or like what about me made you think that I would be a good storyteller that I might identify with that one I think that you have skills for imagination for starters like I feel like because of how much you read because I know that you're a very very avid reader for one is that you're you'd really dive into that and and I feel like people who do that and also like not only are you doing it with um books you do it with people that you um you have a way of organizing things that I feel like um storytelling is just organizing things to captivate people and I feel like you have those skills and I and I that surprised me that you didn't that you don't feel like you have those skills I appreciate that I'm gonna try to think of myself a little bit differently because I want to be more of a storyteller and I think I think part of it is just like my perfectionism and insecurity and you're probably not right. Coming like, through. Not, not to put it gently, but I think you're right. <laughs> because I feel like there has to be a lot of error to, like, it's a process. Like, play is just letting it flow and letting there be mistakes on the way and, like, having that vulnerability to just, like, let it be. Because, like, obviously the thought processes are still there. And just allowing them to come out, like, on paper or, like, out loud um and to organize the thoughts to a concrete world or situation whatever it may be so I think this brings up a certain point that like as we think more about these different play personalities that like to take a second to like really think about them because your gut reaction might not be um all there is to it Mm -hmm. um so I, as a pianist, I think a lot of people assume that I'm a really creative person because, like, music equals creativity. Instrument equals, you know, like, you must be a creative. And I think a lot of musicians are very creative. Mm -hmm. But I am not in that way. Music is not a vessel for my creativity very often. Sometimes it is. Like I said, I think, like, all of these different things people can do sometimes. Um, But I think, like, if you looked at me, like, my resume or, like, surface level on paper, Mm -hmm. I don't know that you would get it right. (laughs) Actually, I know you wouldn't because I cannot tell you how many times I've, like, played a piece in church and people are like, oh, you're just so creative. And I explained to them, like, I didn't create this piece. Like, I read the music and I regurgitated it. But I mean, there's something, but I love, okay, <laughs> but I feel like, cause I'm also this way in regards to music is that like me creating my own, like creating your own uh, music or your own 
whatever like that is very different from like having a vision putting the words or putting all of the instruments and having a direction like hearing the sounds instead of like being drawn to like I heard this song and I'm really drawn to it and I need to play it I want to play it it like if I don't play it like my life will be less like I feel like it will be less um, fulfilling if I don't learn how to play it and and I feel like putting in that effort and those hours and and honing the skill to like play that song like that's still a creation because you are putting forth the effort and the time and the the layers to learn it and to perfect it and you might be a better musician than me because I don't know if I've ever felt that way about a piece um I don't (laughs) I wouldn't consider myself a musician but I um like in that aspect you know like you approach it from this creative place where to me that's my point is like from the outside you might be like oh she must be so creative because she's like approaching it from this creative place but like for me piano was always more about being the competitor and just being Mm. good and playing it correctly and technically and you know with the speed and the precision and that's how I approached piano that was a vessel not for creativity so much as it was for competition I can see that I but I feel like it's both of them like it like it's still creating like it's still it's still the process of growth and then that I feel like it's both of them like running through the hills yeah I think it definitely can be but um I just think that like the personality you bring to it makes a difference. Yeah. The intention for sure. I I definitely can see that. And I think that's super valid. Um, I feel like that's how I feel about like my collector and artist thing, because Mm -hmm. I like a lot of my jewelry is, um, uh, um, oh my gosh, what is the word refurbished? Oh yeah. And so, um, and so, like, I get a lot of um, grandmas who have died uh, jewelry. And uh, so I get those or, like, people who are just like, you know, I have had this jewelry since forever and I thought of you. So, they like, I get a lot of um, old <laughs> necklaces or earrings. Yeah. And I love that. Like, what? Thank you for thinking of me. This is an excellent gift. Like, if you yeah. ever wonder, like, get me some weird jewelry stuff and just, like, hand that to me. That will be a great gift. I will thank you forever. And, like, that is, like, my creation. But at the same time, I'm, like, I'm collecting all these people's stuff <laughs> so I can recreate my own. And 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 so, like, I feel like a lot of the skills that you have, like there are two that go in hand. It's not just, it's not just a one and done. Like I feel, I feel like that's to be a director for like a theater. Like you have to be a storyteller. You have to be, you have to organize people to make the story come alive. There's the artist and the creator part of that. And so all of these parts of you are going into it. And so I like, like give yourself some wiggle room to be multiple people and to have different skills to make a thing happen. So I think that's important to talk about anytime 
you um, find one of these frameworks where someone, even if there's like your research behind it, someone has like categorized out different things. Yeah. To use that just as that, as a framework, not as like silos or you have to be one thing or you are only one thing. Um, There's there's spillover. It's a way of looking at it um, that is hopefully helpful. Mm -hmm. And... And I think that's what I want people to get out of this episode is just to introduce them to this framework and that maybe um, one or more of these will like resonate with them and they can recognize the play in their life mm-hmm. and also think about new ways to introduce play. Um, because a lot of times we think about play as like what kids do and it really helps to have like a number of examples of what play looks like throughout our lives and in different settings and scenarios and with different people yeah i agree we hope you've enjoyed this episode special thanks to ashley burton for the cover art and lemon music studios for the music please consider subscribing and reviewing us wherever you're listening to this podcast we hope to see you next week bye